In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. is I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Well... Hello, hello, hello. Hi there. Hey there. Hi, (laughs) y'all. How's everybody doing? It's that time again. You say, what time is it? Well, it's time to get set free. From what, you might ask? From bondage. From bondage in any way, shape, or form but more specifically from the bondage of lust. Christians dealing with lust issues. That was our topic last week. And that's the short version of the title. Uh, And we, my guest and I, last week, we got so involved and there was so much that we tried to cover, but as usual, we ran out of time. So that is going to be our topic tonight. Christians dealing with lust issues, lust, L-U-S-T, not lush, <laughs> lust issues. Again, whether you struggle with lust issues of your own, or whether it is your spouse, doesn't matter. Whether it's one or the other, you can overcome this area of bondage in your life. Um, I'm going to have my friend join me uh, in just a minute here, but I would like to stress that this, this, this topic is for Christian women who are married, married Christian women, because um, that's who it's appropriate for. And I'm going to stretch it a little bit and say that if you are a young woman who is uh, planning to get married, maybe engaged, thinking about getting married, planning to get married, this is good. Um, Pre-counseling, good information for you to have ahead of time. 
so that if you have any of these issues in your own life, you can begin to seek God about those things and deal with those things before you have to deal with these problems. So I see a flashing light. I think that Ramika is on the air listening to me. Miss Ramika White, are you there, my friend? Yes, ma'am. How art thou? <laughs> As we say in our everyday regular language when we play with each other. <laughs> How well, art thou? Well, since we're playing with each other, I'll say I'll be good. <laughs> you be good? Okay. Okay. <laughs> As usual, it is good for me to hear your voice, um, whether we are on the air or whether we are just chit-chatting on the phone or whether we're in prayer, it is always a blessing and a comfort for me to hear your voice. Um, people, this is, this is my good friend, um, co-laborer in the ministry. Uh, Ramika was with me last week, and we're going to continue our discussion this week. If you want to know more about her, then I'm going to suggest for the sake of time that you listen to last week's show. <laughs> if you are just joining in and you weren't with us last week, then you've got to listen to last week's show because I don't want to take the time to go over that again, only because we have so much to talk about and I don't want to run out of time. So, this discussion is for mature adult married women. If you're ready, if, if you're ready, good. If you're not ready, get your tea so that you can be ready. Are you sipping anything tonight, Miss Ramika? Actually, no, I'm not. I just got through actually drinking some green tea and citrus, the cold kind. So, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm charged oh. up. My key of key <laughs> is all in me, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I am doing a twist tonight. I'm doing something a little different. I do this occasionally, and it might seem crazy because out here it's been rather warm, but I am drinking hot cocoa. <laughs> in spite of the warm weather, I just had a craving for chocolate, and I didn't have any um, real chocolate treats to speak of uh, to satisfy that craving. I have some sugar-free Hershey's uh, chocolate bars, but, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't quite sufficient. So I am sipping on cocoa, people. But since my guest is charged and she's ready to go, then I am going to jump right in with both feet here. I'm, we are going to go back to the point that you, my friend, made uh, last week. We were you gave you gave kind of an example um, of some of the people that you counsel, some of the women that you counsel and that you've been encountering, and you said, let's just say a wife takes this perspective. Um, She's troubled because she's got some lust issues in her relationship. She found out that her husband, maybe he has wandering eyes. Um, he likes to look at, fantasize about, or 
um, you know, gawk, gawk, if you will, um, at other women. And her approach to this is, you know, well, I don't have these kinds of issues. I don't have these kinds of problems because once we got married, um, I stopped thinking that way. Um, so he, he brought this into our relationship. She's very upset with him. She's very hurt. She's very angry. Um, feels that it's all his fault and all his problem. I responded to that in, uh, in different ways, but I'm going to let you actually just pick it up from there and you re reiterate it and then go with it. Go with how do we deal with these issues? How do we, you know, counsel or advise women to deal with these types of issues? Amen. Well, um, like you already said, when it when it comes to lust, the Bible is um, uh, very specific. Um, it doesn't beat around the bush. It tells you exactly what to do. Um, what the one of the one of you have to have some uh, strategy uh, to deal with this, and the strategy is not a seven step program. It's um, the Word of God. You have to go to the Word of God. Again, like you said from the beginning, uh, this is for mature Christian women and women who desire to get to that place of maturity that are dealing with these things in their life. And um, like you already stated, um, I come in contact with different women uh, that when they find these issues uh, going on in their home, um, they they immediately go into a state of denial. Um, they immediately go into a blame game, um, and that's not healthy. Um, again, um, not having those emotions in check um, and learning how to deal with it wisely. Uh, and it's not to say that there are not going to be feelings that do come up. You may feel feelings of anger. You may feel feelings of uh, disappointment, um, and depending on how far you let your emotions get the best of you, um, like we discussed earlier, it could almost feel like uh, 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 the death of a child. Uh, you feel such loss and such pain, uh, but God, he does give us emotions, um, but with those emotions, there has to be balance, and uh, you have to get to a point where you ask the Lord, because those emotions, they, they may come. But again, you, you have to go to the Lord and ask Him to help you to deal with the emotions that you're dealing with. It is something, um, it may be something difficult to swallow, it may be something hard for you to swallow, but God is able. Um, he said that if we confess our sins to one another, um, if, if you're a woman of God and um, you've done uh, some of the necessary steps uh, to be delivered yourself, we really don't have too much time to go into all of that. You need to get uh, Minister Jones's book. Uh, and it'll take you through those processes of deliverance. But now, uh, for the sake of time, we're trying to speed it up uh, to, to give you some practical things that you can do uh, to help your mate. First of all, is get it free yourself. Uh, listen to uh, yesterday's broadcast uh, so you can get spun up to where we are right now. Uh, but one of the things, uh, one of the one one of the most effective ways uh, to deal with uh, lust is to run. 
um, Paul uh, in the Bible, if, if you read in the Word, I believe it's Second Timothy chapter 2, it tells you to flee your youthful lust. Another example that you have of that is Joseph uh, when he was dealing with uh, uh, Potiphar's wife. Uh, you want to, you need to run from those things. You don't run away um, in the sense of going into denial. Um, what you need 30, to do is... 15 seconds till break. Wrap up that and we'll continue. Okay. So uh, you don't go into denial. You need to put the pressure on. Amen. Mm. Okay, that was a quick wrap-up. <laughs> Here come the tunes, people. We'll be back after the break. Don't run from the problem, but do flee from your lust. Flee from lust itself. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Liberty Christian Center, located in Box Elder, South Dakota. They are a non-denominational, Bible-based, Holy Spirit-led deliverance ministry. Pastor Charles and Romika White, Liberty Christian Center. Want to be challenged in a powerful way to leap beyond what you think is possible? Then join us Mondays for the Leah Jensen Show. Every Monday at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com with Leah Jensen. Listen live as life coach Leah uses her coaching skills to give you the tools you need to take action and create momentum. You are encouraged to call in and share your greatest fears, challenges, and obstacles. And then listen as Leah obliterates those barriers to success. For more on Leah and the show, check out her website, leahjansen.com. That's Leah, L-E-A-H, J-A-N-T-Z-E-N.com. Spend one hour with Leah, and you'll be captivated by her energy, enthusiasm, and magnetism. You'll quickly become addicted to her positive attitude and make-it-happen mentality. Ready for a life-changing, mood-altering show? Then get ready for Leah Jansen. And listen live to The Leah Jansen Show every Monday morning at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Thank God I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, we're back on the air, and uh, Ramika White, who is also a minister, who is a co-pastor, who is a prophetic person, um, she was just telling us to flee from lust, and I tacked on and added to that, don't flee from the problem, don't run away from the problem, but flee from lust. Okay, go ahead uh, and continue. Um, you need to flee. Like you said, we need to flee from lust. The Bible tells us to do that um, because you have to understand that uh, lust 
uh, it's like a big, huge web. And, and we're talking about it here in the sexual sense because there's lustings of other kinds. But we're, we're talking about uh, lust in the sexual sense. Um, you have a lot of emotions. Uh, you have a lot of attitudes and um, uh, things that go into that. Um, it's a physical appetite that's, that's wrapped up in your emotions, and it, it can be tangled in a big, huge web of all kinds of things, like uh, the people that you hang out with, um, having a competitive spirit, uh, being envious and jealous, uh, being resentful, um, being discontent in your marriage, um, comparing, um, and then, you know, the, the ones that uh, most relationships uh, egg on about is the uh, at glancing, you know, like just looking when you're when you're out and about. Um, these are things that you need to, uh, for lack of a uh, uh, better word, uh, uh, make guards against. You have to watch your eye gates, watch what you're hearing. Um, you need to run from those things, and you can do those things. Again, you're not running away in the sense of denial. Uh, you're running. You're 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 running away as in putting away those things. Because um, the Bible says in, in Romans. Um, uh, is the law sin, um, and, and and he continues to say, God forbid, um, you're you're not supposed to just continue to sin um, and 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 to covet and to lust. You need to put the 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 heat down. You need to put the clamps on. And and how you begin to do that is first just identifying those things, and then you have to understand that God put uh, uh, things in place uh, because. No Christian man or woman should want to break God's law. Um, if you read in Colossians, the Bible tells us that we have to mortify the members of our flesh. We have to mortify the members of our flesh. And he has a long list of things, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affections, uh, covetousness, all these things he calls idolatry. When you are walking in spirits of sexual immorality, as you stated in your book, that's idolatry. Um, you're putting yourself, your self-pleasures above uh, God's law. And there's no such thing as, uh, well, I'm only human or, you know, these types of things. You can't use those as excuses. Those are clearly things that God outlines for the Christian that he says that breaks God's law. And that's the whole point. Um, and that's what makes sin so attractive uh, in the first place because it feeds your appetite. It feeds the undisciplined areas of your life. But the Bible says, if you read in First Thessalonians chapter 4, that every Christian, every one of us should know how to possess our vessel, to possess our body in sanctification and in honor. We're supposed to live in a way that honors God and, 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 and lust just has to be killed in our lives. Because the Bible also says in Romans um, that if we live after the flesh, we'll die. But if we live through the Spirit, we mortify the deeds of our body. And when we do those things, we live. So 
when we position ourselves to be in a place uh, where we can uh, hear from the Lord and get guidance from Him and go through the processes of deliverance, then we can get free. But until uh, we stop running away in denial and run towards God and deal with the issue, we're not going to see any peace, we're not going to see any healing, and we're not going to see any breakthrough. You can operate in the fruit of the spirit of self-control. Hmm. It's called Amen. godly discipline. Mhm, mhm. Amen, amen. And while while we've kind you've kind of given us a general picture of the whole issue concerning lust, let me bring you back to some of what you've been asked: is like, how does that woman deal with it? Where her spouse is concerned maybe she's listening to you right now or someone's listening to you right now and saying well i've done those things i've done those things so uh, uh but he's got the problem he's got the problem and now i'm angry now i don't want to be with him anymore now i don't want to um you know i'm not sure if i even want to continue this relationship so forth and so on how do we Let's spend a little bit more time talking about how she deals with him. Well, I guess because uh, we alluded to this a little bit earlier, um, what I'll do is I'll go ahead and kind of let you give a little bit of uh, background with that one, and then I'll <laughs> piggyback off of you. <laughs> Very good. Good good deflection. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I didn't want to I didn't want to interrupt your your train of thought, but I did want to bring us back there because last week I was emphasizing how we have to first examine ourselves. You know, it's so quick, it's so easy for us to as you said, put blame on the other person, be angry with the other person, did not be in denial about the the problem maybe period, um, fall into disappointment, you know, see it as a loss. Those, it's so easy for us to do that when what we need to do is examine ourselves first, see what doors are open in our lives. We, say, we might say, oh, I've already done that. I don't think about any other man. I don't think about being with any other man. But what other doors are open? What, how did you predispose yourself to even being in this situation? What other doors are open in your life? Were, were you pure when, when you all got together? If you were not, if you were not a virgin, then chances are you've opened spiritual doors uh, for lasciviousness, which is lust, unbridled lust, in your life. You, I'm, if you were not a Christian, and even some people that profess to be Christians, a lot of them watch lust, lascivious type uh, pictures, movies, read those types of books, uh, aspire to be sexy themselves. Um, what are some of the other things we were kind of identifying earlier today, even when we were talking um, that open those doors uh have had previous huh even the way we dress um even though even with our dress code um and we'll we'll if we have time we'll touch on that a little bit 
Um, but like you said, um, and the reason why I flipped that to go ahead and add, because I, I, to have you uh, get some um, comment time in there, uh, uh, just to make sure we were flowing the same way. But at the same time, um, it was just uh, pretty, uh, pretty much like I had said earlier, um, without going into too much detail, um, the Word of God has, has to be your foundation. Um, and like you said, you have to examine yourself and, and, and see what doors um, you may have opened. Um, and like you said, prior to salvation, we were all in sin. And, again, dealing with the women that we've encountered, um, uh, a lot of them uh, were uh, sexually promiscuous, um, even mm-hmm. if that means one partner. Because mm-hmm. people, you know, they go, well, I, you know, I'm not some woman on the street. You know, I don't, I don't get paid. I don't, I don't do all that. I'm not, a, you know, equivalent to a, a, a street walker. Um, I could say a few things right there, but I'm not going to offend anybody uh, because, in essence, she stands on the corner. You just go out to dinner, but I'm going to leave that alone Um, (laughs) uh, Uh because I don't want to offend anyone because it's amazing how we like to categorize stuff. You still Uh weren't married. Only difference is that she's straight out with it. You're just under wraps Um, Uh and don't want anybody to know. But uh, getting back to the point... um, those things you have to identify um, where the door was open. And, again, it's not to say that it's your fault, but you have to understand uh, soul ties. You mm-hmm. have to understand um, uh, the spiritual realm. And if you don't have or uh, you've never had any teaching on that, uh, maybe uh, before we end the show uh, you can just listen to the announcements and you can get uh, our address and we can uh, mail you free of charge uh, because you need to get the information so that you can be armed and equipped to uh, send to you so that you can get teachings uh, or even ask your pastor uh, and counsel about soul ties. They should be able to give an answer uh, for those things so that you can identify the door that was open and deal with those uh, issues. Um, And, again, it's getting your uh, emotions out of the way. Um, Those things are going to come up, but you have to get to a place where you you, you just ask God. He already knows, so you don't need to fake with him. He already knows how you feel, but God gives us guidelines even where our emotions are concerned. Uh, We have to put those things, those things that – uh, he talks about imagination, casting down those things that exalt themselves above the knowledge of God. Again, this is something uh, that if uh, you are a wise woman of God, if, if you, if you, for lack of a better word, plan it right uh, or set the atmosphere to be conducive enough for your husband to come to you and express these things to you, then you both can get on your knees and seek God's face and move from there. And when you say casting down imaginations, what comes to my mind to maybe to to clarify that a little bit more for our listeners is that anything that any thoughts that override the word of God in your life, any thoughts such as, you know, unforgiveness, such as um, unresolved anger, you know, being angry is one thing, but the Bible says be angry and sin not. So 
any thoughts that make you go into fear, rejection, you know, any thought that is contrary, uh-oh, here we are, here comes the tunes, hold that thought, I'll be back. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Girlfriend It is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central with your hosts Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriend It principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out GirlfriendIt.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have mm-hmm. somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness and to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls or we can make information available to you via email. Equipping the Saints Ministries is home-based in Maryland. You may write to us at Post Office Box 1616, Clinton, Maryland, 20735, or email us at vir2us1 at verizon.net. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, we're back, and just before the break, I was trying to explain the whole concept of casting down imaginations, the whole idea behind that, and and casting down imaginations that exalt themselves above the name of God. So what does that mean? Anytime you have thoughts that are contrary to the Word of God, and you follow those thoughts and you, you rely on those thoughts, then those, you're, you're elevating those thoughts above God. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me say that again. Anytime you have thoughts 
that are contrary to the word of God and you rely on those thoughts. I mean, the thoughts are going to come. The thoughts are going to come. The enemy is always going to be shooting darts at us. You know, we have history in our brains from maybe even before we got saved. We have thoughts, you know, from just past history. So the thoughts are going to come. But anytime we begin to lean towards those thoughts and rely on those thoughts, then in a sense, you're elevating that above God's word and saying that that is more true than God's words. So when you begin to deal with lust issues, as well as any other sin issues, you have to cast down those imaginations. You have to bring them into subjection. You know, if the enemy is telling you, you know, to stay angry, if the enemy is telling you to withhold yourself, from your husband, if your emotions are telling you that to withhold yourself from your husband, um, that's something that you need to pray and ask God to give you the strength and the grace to overcome. Why do I say that? Okay, because yes, he, he may have sinned. He may have sinned against you. He may have wronged you. It may be hurtful. It may be painful. But the scriptures tell us that we have to forgive if we want to be forgiven. The scriptures tell us uh, to defraud not ourselves from our husbands, except it be with consent for a time that we may give ourselves to fasting and to prayer. It doesn't say that you may punish him so that you can punish him for hurting you. So those are just some some examples. Um, I think of how when Peter began to tell the Lord, oh, no, Lord, you know, that's never going to happen to you. You know, you're not going to be crucified. We'll, I'll never allow that to happen. I'll defend you. I'll fight for you. And the Lord said to him, get thee behind me, Satan. Because what Peter was saying sounded good. He was talking out of his emotions. He had a love and a passion for the Lord, but it was contrary to the word of God because it was contrary to the plan of God for Jesus' life. So I hope that, does it sound like I explained that good? Um, mm -hmm. Okay. So basically, sure. go ahead. Oh, because I was going to say the scripture that backs that up, um, it talks about um uh uh it uh, it talks about how uh in Corinthians to avoid uh for to in order to avoid fornication let every man have his own wife and every woman have her own husband and yes. the husband render to his wife their due benevolence likewise the wife unto the husband uh, understand that you don't have power over your own body and you're not to defraud each other unless you're given to uh, fasting and prayer. And the Bible still it tells you so that Satan doesn't get a foothold in mm -hmm. that you need to come back together so that the enemy won't come in and cause a wedge in the marriage. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I can feel the attitudes um, yeah. when you were making that statement. Um, this is the way your marriage is supposed to be. And the reason why I'm going over this scripture, and, and I can already feel the, ugh, that's coming. Well, you just, da -da 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 -da. 
understand something. A lot of the women that we talk to that are in these situations, they don't have intimacy in the relationship to begin with. So you really don't have the true intimacy. What 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 has manifested is what's been going on under the surface for some time now. It has just been brought to the surface now for you to actually see and to deal with. A lot of the times the women, they would say, oh, well, you know, I would see him do this, but I wouldn't say anything. Or I would suspect this, but I wouldn't say anything. The Bible also talks to us, I believe it's Hebrews, that talks about keeping good communication between between one another. You have to communicate. So um, in essence, as a woman of God, if you if you feel these things and you see these things going on, then you need to go and confront um, um, uh, your husband. Pray and ask the Lord because the time to confront him is not during a football game. <laughs> I, I have come to find out, and it just doesn't have to do with this. It has to do with anything in life. I have just come to find that with my spouse, the football game is not the time to confront him with serious issues unless it's past the chicken or past the Dr. Pepper. Other than that, we don't talk about those issues, again, being wise. Because <laughs> it's not going to be heard. Um, so um, having the... <laughs> <laughs> having the appropriate time because I don't want to make this sound like it's comical, uh, but sometimes you just gotta laugh. Uh, right, but getting right. back to the the issue, um, uh, you don't have control over that. If that if that is something that you are seeing, um, then I would say if if you've been seeing this and now it's manifested, a lot of the times it's because there's no communication, no one is talking to each other, and you're just looking for evidence. Uh, it may be um, that your husband struggles with uh, fornication, and I mean, uh, with masturbation and uh, pornography, and he has not physically um, uh, been with another person. Still doesn't excuse. Um, the adulterous act, because the Bible even talks about uh, if the, if a man looks on a woman with lust, um, he's already committed that act in his heart. Um, mm-hmm. So it's the same same thing, um, but. Um, I'm not trying to differentiate the two, um, but uh, uh, basically, bottom line, you just uh, need to uh, make sure that you um, uh, confront these things and not let them fester, because what will happen, like you said, your emotions will get out of control. You won't put them in subjection to Christ, and what will happen is you'll begin to prophesy, not prophesy, um, but you'll begin to speak things and think things into the atmosphere, and then when they manifest, you'll go, "Uh uh-huh, see what I told you? But see, you've already been thinking those things. Instead of getting to the root of the problem, dealing with it, um, um, and helping uh, your husband uh, to overcome, the only one that can help him is Jesus Christ. Um, so I don't want to make it seem like you're in a position where you're, you're God. No, you're going to have to pray for him. Um, you're going to have to open the lines of communication, go and seek some counsel, um, uh, uh, godly counsel, if you can, or if you need to go outside of the church, please go see a Christian counselor um, uh, by all means, uh, because uh, this is a sin issue, um, and you need to find out where it comes from. And, and one of the things I wanted to say real quickly is a lot of the times 
when we talk about these issues with couples, because uh, I'll talk to the wife and my husband will talk to the male, and then we'll bring them together. Uh, we don't try to hash all this stuff out at once. Uh, with them together. Um, we try to get both sides, and then we pull them together and, and let them talk like that. Uh, but come to find out, a lot of these issues, and that's why we said you have to go all the way back, even in your own life, to see where these doors have been open, because a lot of the times with the men, they're introduced to sexual immorality at very young ages, mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, them being in the locker room, you know, going to school, whether it be their father or their uncle, um, introducing them uh, uh, to pornography, watching movies, looking at girly magazines, and I'm talking about even the Victoria's Secret magazines. Um, just introducing things at young ages. Even the prostitutes, some men believe that that's a that's an initiation of of manhood and and they will take their sons to a prostitute or bring a prostitute to them. And even here, um, as you all know, we're in South Dakota and we do um, have the Sturgis rally here, a rally that they have out here for the motorcyclists. And you'd be amazed uh, 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 because we've gone out there to have prayer with people. Um, and pray over the area, and you would be amazed. There are children at this thing, at this festival, um, that's not really uh, conducive uh, for children at all because of the drinking and the drugs and different things, the sexual activity that goes on. But these women are scantily dressed, uh, and you have old men, young men, little boys out here, um, and uh, and it's appalling to see a little four or five year old, six year old, some of these young boys, ten and twelve, being exposed to this, and yeah. the the fathers see this as a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you have all these images um, without God. As you grow older into teenagehood, if, if you don't have someone uh, praying over you and battling against those thoughts, uh, you're going to want to continue to feed those images, and those images will become strong. And again, like we said, when you decide to finally get married and settle down, male and female alike, you figure, oh, okay, well, this is going to be the cure-all for this. Marriage mm-hmm. is not the cure-all. only thing that happened is those emotions went dormant, but given the right time, the right opportunity, um, those issues will surface. You and your husband get into an argument, both of you start having flashbacks, um, and I'm just generalizing this really quickly for time. Both of you start gener- uh, thinking about, you know, previous relationships. So I wonder if I would have married this one instead of you, how would my life be? You know, comparing, you know, things like that. And 30 those seconds. You have to 30, cast down. 20 seconds till break. Keep on. Oh, amen. So uh, God commands us to love, and so in that love, it does, doesn't mean patting on the back. Love also means confrontation. Amen. Amen. And uh, after the tunes and after the break, I want to pick up on your um, help, how, how we help. How we help. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. The Story of Me. 
is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, abuse, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have loved and been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived abuse, molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may see or find themselves in Diane Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at www.authorhouse.com or any of the major bookstores. Lindale Link with host Holly Rand comes Mondays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Linda Link is Lindale's first and only internet radio broadcast. Holly, tell us about it. It's really something from my heart that I want to be teamwork um, for the entire community to get the word out about everything that's going on here. We're talking to the entire community of Lindale. This is not limited to just businesses or just parents or just teachers. Simply to get the word out about your cause or your company, you must go to where the people are. And today, people are on the internet. Lindale Link. Lindale, Texas is a growing chain of business, education, commerce, community. Together, Linda Link can create one strong chain of communication. Check out LindaleLink.com and then check out Lindale Link, the radio show. Lindale Link with host Holly Rand. Mondays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Thank God I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, before I talk about, before we continue with how the wise woman can help um, improve this situation or help her husband overcome this situation, um, because Minister White was saying that we have to acknowledge that, first of all, only Jesus Christ has the power to set free. We can't do that. We can't set our husbands free. But I think that we can help them overcome these issues by being wise, by doing things God's way, by not allowing our emotions and things like that to take control of the situation. Okay, so before I talk about that, though, I want to go back to the point about the doors being open in your life, what doors are open in your life. And earlier, um, Ramika, you were talking about some of those doors being objects, personal objects, uh, uh, like gifts uh, or things that tie us. Because you mentioned something about soul ties and um, I forget what other phrase, but it's along these lines. What kinds of 
gifts, objects, things can tie us to a previous sexual encounter? Um, you'd be surprised um, uh, uh, across some of the couples we come across that have been married for some time now. And um, some, again, this is not every situation, um, but it, it's common. Um, some still have old photos. Uh, of their previous relationships, um, uh, they have old uh, clothing, um, old uh, jewelry, gifts, old letters, um, cards, all kinds of different things um, that remind them. Um, and, and for some of you, you may say, "Well, that's not um, that's not that serious. It's not that serious." I understand that that's just, that's that's their past. But these are things um, uh, that cause some dissension and some division within households. These are things that, as a wife, um, you can help uh, your husband, or even if this is vice versa, uh, that you can help your spouse with. Um, in the process of deliverance. This is one of the processes of deliverance, which is getting rid of anything that will cause a soul tie. That means you need to throw the old steamy letters away. You need to throw the old photos away. Anything that attaches you to that previous relationship, it's your marriage that's on the line. And God has put two believers together. And a lot of the times when you took those pictures, um, if, if we were to look at how compare, do a comparison shot of how you look now in the Lord compared to some of those old photos, me and my husband have some that we even had together that we've thrown away. We were like, oh, God, we we look just horrible. We look dark. We look, oh, just a hot, bubbling, boiling mess. It was just awful. Um, and so we threw those things away. Um, but those are things that um, you can do um, to help to rid those things. You don't need anything in the house at all that reminds you um, of previous old relationships because just like the Bible says um, when we receive him, um, old things have been passed away and behold, all things are new and it's time for us to be transformed. Um, and so in, in a marriage, old things need to pass away. Old girlfriends, old pictures, um, they still shouldn't be calling your house asking you to do favors for them. Um, I've had some that are married and their old boyfriend still call them to do favors and they happily oblige or old ex-spouses. Your ex-spouse is your ex-spouse minus child support. Uh, if that's the case, there should be no reason why you should be having constant communication that's going to throw a wedge in between your marriage. Um, so those are things that you need to get rid of. And I know you want to comment on that, but um, I wanted to comment again about the withholding sex because some women, they're going to get upset and angry about that because they feel disrespected and they feel abused and they feel used and they feel like, you know, they're not going to do anything with their husband because he, they've been hurt by him. And for him to be asking for any type of relation um, is him being insensitive. Um, and so according to them, God doesn't ask them to be a doormat and they're not going to have uh, any type of relations with their husband on top of any hurt and 
grief that they have um, because of stuff that he refuses, according to them, that they've already addressed to address. And these are the exact type of thoughts that we are saying that you have to put under subjection. And this is also a part of that deliverance process of helping your husband is having your mind right. That's right. So you can, you can properly um, deal with the situation. Um, you're not supposed to go into this saying, well, see, um, I, I, I'm hurt, and this makes me angry, and um, as far as I'm concerned, this only reveals what kind of man he really was from the beginning. Well, hello, you chose him. Well, hello, not only that, all of us were born in sin. Mm-hmm. And it's a sin issue. And yes. let him... Let him that is without sin cast the first stone. So if we stop looking at ourselves as the victim, Mm -hmm. and again, we're not saying that you won't have those feelings come to you, but you can't stay there. You can't abide there. You have to ask God to help you to overcome those feelings because guess what? It's not going to help the situation defrauding your husband, refusing to give yourself to him is only going to inflame his issue. Because if, mm-hmm. if he's already got the issue, if he's already got the problem, and now you withhold from him the only legal, if you will, avenue that he should have for relieving that lust, you know what I'm saying? That sexual desire, when I say lust in that respect, I'm talking about that. If you withhold that from him, then what are you forcing him to do? You're giving you're him gonna no wind, option. You're going to wind up making him feel angry. He's going to feel rejected. He's not going to feel desired by you. Um, and it's going to open up um, those doors. And you have to understand when you're doing that, that's a form of passive-aggressive behavior. <laughs> Well, they, oh, now see, 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 woo, that's a good term. That's a good psychological term for manipulation. Yes. Which the, which the Bible calls manipulation also witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Controlling, controlling, you know, using your wiles, if you will, using your ways and your uh, temper and your uh, approach to control another person's behavior, to control their response and their feelings and their emotions. So that's how we can help, ladies. That's how we can help because, first of all, we have to get ourselves together, get ourselves right, and get delivered from sin or whatever issues we may have so that we can see clearly and be and, and, and be fortified and strengthened to help the one that we say we love. Jesus put it this way. Um, he, he said, take the moat out of your own eye, I think, and I might have this in reverse, but take the moat out of your own eye so that you can, I mean, take the beam out of your own eye so that you can see clearly <laughs> before you try to take the moat out of your brother's eye. Unless you are without sin, you can't have a condemnation attitude. It's not wise to have, it's, it's, it's ungodly to maintain an attitude of condemnation towards this man that you say you love. Why and that's allow, what it boils, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll say this and I'll let you finish up. Why allow the enemy to steal, 
kill and destroy your relationship when these issues are common to any man, any woman. It's common. These are things that are the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. They are common to any man. Lasciviousness, lust is one of them. You go ahead and take, we've got about three, two and a half minutes. So you go ahead and talk and maybe at the very end, like you said, we can give some, some contact info or something. Go ahead. Uh, you pretty much summed it up. Bottom line, it's the attitude of love. If this were mm. you, if the shoe were reversed, you would mm. want your husband to be able uh, to have the same compassion towards you. And that's what it all boils down. It's making you hold the vow that you said before God. Do you really love one another? Do you mm. really care for one another? Do you really sincerely, or was it all false love? Your relationship with your spouse is a mirror image of your relationship with Christ. And so if you can't love the brother and help him, the one that you can see, then you can't tell me that you're serving God to the best of your ability. You may not like what you're hearing, uh, but you're, if, you're, if you're listening, then that means God is talking to you tonight, and he's trying to give you his way, not your way. There's a way that seems right to you. Divorce may seem right to you, but the end of that is destruction. Whether that you have children involved or not, the, the enemy wants to come to kill, steal, and destroy. But you, as a team. You two are a team together. Where God is joined together, let no man put asunder. Where God is joined together, you need to fight for your marriage. You need to fight. Now, I know your question is, well, what if only one wants to fight and the other one doesn't? That's another conversation for another day. We only have two minutes. So if you have that question, call in. If you want those resources that we talked about free of charge to you, dealing with soul ties, you'll need to uh, mail Liberty Christian Center, P.O. Box 85, Box Elder, South Dakota, 57719. Again, that's Liberty Christian Center, P.O. Box 85, Box Elder, South Dakota, 57719. You all be blessed. God bless you. And please, uh, uh, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is trying to say to you. Amen. I go to the rock of my salvation. Jesus is that rock. When I don't have anyone to talk to, when tribulation is all around me, I go to the rock. You go to the rock tonight.